So that's Luke 18, 35 through 43. And this is from our Bible study. So remember in Bible study, we go verse by verse, verse by verse. And I don't really have a lot of time. I mean, and nobody's rushing me. Like Crystal says all the time, like, Rick, you don't have to rush through. Like if you got something you want to go. And so nobody's rushing me, but I just feel like in Bible study, when we go verse by verse, the point is, is to go verse by verse. And if there's anything we want to go a little deeper on, um, you know, we can take that piece and move to a Sunday. And so when we got to this verse, um, I had, uh, I, it might've been Sierra, I think, who, who I was like, Hey, make sure, you know, um, Luke 18, 35, we, you know, we spend some time on, or maybe Crystal, uh, well, I'd say, I think I said, it's just somebody text me and, 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 um, I, both of them probably did. Um, and so we want to jump into Luke 18, 35 through 43. Again, we touched here, here in Bible study, a couple Bible studies ago, but I really want to, um, uh, kind of dive into this, um, and so I'm going to read from the NLT and then, and then we'll jump in. All right. Luke 18, 35, uh, 43. This is the NLT. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind beggar was sitting beside the road. Watch this. When he heard the noise from a crowd going past, he asked what was happening. They told him that Jesus, uh, the Nazarene was going by. So he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 39 says, be quiet. The people yelled and uh, the people in front yelled at him because uh, but he only shouted louder. Son of David, have mercy on me. Verse 40, when Jesus heard him, he stopped in order that the man be brought to him. Uh, as the man came near, Jesus asked him, what do you want for me to do for you? Lord, he said, I want to see. And Jesus says, all right, receive your sight. Your faith has made you, uh, has healed you. Uh, verse 43, instantly the man could see and he followed Jesus, praising God and all who saw it praised God too. All right. So today's uh, uh, sermon topic is when life, watch this, when life causes you to get loud. Okay. When life, when life causes you uh, to get loud. And so we're just going to pull out these points from the scripture. And the first point that I want to talk about uh, from the scripture that we see with this man who's sitting on the roadside, this blind beggar is the fact that is that is that is, is number one, that God, watch this, God can turn things around for you unexpectedly. Okay. That, that, that things, watch this, that, that, that yes, there's process and yes, there are things that we go through and we, and all, but God can literally turn things around for you unexpectedly. And I hope you receive that for yourself. Watch this. Uh, you may not see how he's going to do it. Uh, there may be, there may seem to you that there's no way that he can make a way out of this situation, uh, but God can watch this, turn those things around for you. Watch verse 35. I want you to pay attention to exactly what this man is. I see you parent. I want you to pay attention to what this man is doing uh, in verse 35. It says that he was sitting along the roadside. And so we've got this blind beggar who's doing what? doing what he always does. He was sitting on the roadside and he was begging for something, right? He wasn't out there expecting anything out of the ordinary to happen. He wasn't sitting out there expecting for his change to come that day or for his man, I'm next in line. He wasn't expecting any of that stuff. He literally was sitting on the roadside begging, doing exactly what he always does. He wasn't expecting anything to happen, but, but God can turn things around even if you don't expect it. Watch this. And not only can he turn things around, I see you, mom, when you don't expect it or unexpectedly turn things around, when you think it's going to be a normal and a routine day and you're out doing the same thing and then bam, here comes God. He can also bless you in a way, watch this, that is often different than what you think the blessing is going to be. He, this man would have considered it a blessing if someone would have given him a whole bunch of money that day, uh, because again, he sits on the road and he begs for stuff. And so if, if, if Jesus 
were to pass by and someone who was with Jesus just, you know, dropped a whole bunch of money in his cup or gave him a whole bunch of money and said, here you go, man. He would have considered that a big blessing, right? But that's not even what God. And so any moment, any time of the day is the perfect time or the perfect day where God can bless you, even if you're not, watch this, expecting it. And so when we see this man, he was going through his regular routine, sitting where he usually sits, doing what he normally does, begging. And it was God then who unexpectedly blessed this man. Uh, uh, and we can take that lesson that God can turn things around. Watch this parent unexpectedly for you, Brenda, in a way that you didn't expect at a time you didn't expect that it could happen. Watch this at any moment. And it's so funny because since we know that, then we should oftentimes then walk and live out our lives expecting something to happen when we least expect it. Watch this now, what, that we can go through today saying, I don't, ex- because I'm not expecting anything, I expect something because it can, it can happen at any time unexpectedly and change everything just like that. That's our point number one, that God can change things for you unexpectedly. This man was sitting at the side of the road doing what he always does, begging. And then it had, that's right, my God can turn it around when you least expect it. Point number two, watch this, that there, and, 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 keep, and, and, and you may want to write this down. There seems to be a commotion, usually, this is what I've experienced, and we see it here in the scripture, that there seems to be a commotion when God is up to something, okay? When God is working. Watch this, verse 36. It says that he heard the noise of a crowd going past him. There was a commotion that was going on, and that put him on notice that something was happening, that it wasn't a normal day. There was commotion happening. There was noise happening. There were more people than normal, and a lot of people were talking, and it put him on notice, right? that something was about to happen. The Bible says that he heard the noise of a crowd going past him. And you may experience the same commotion sometimes in your life. Sometimes we see it outwardly. Sometimes I see you, Ma. You see, I already, already needed it today. Sometimes we experience it outwardly and sometimes we experience it inwardly. Outwardly, we see commotion all the time. Look, something happens, something gets different. Something gets stirred up. Something weird happens at work and that is all this beef or whatever at work. Or maybe people start acting funny. Sometimes families starts acting funny. Sometimes something you go, you just start going through things and it seems to come out of nowhere. My mother would always say like if something bad, something happens like, oh, you know what? God must be about to do something big here because it's, for no reason, all this stuff is going crazy or for no reason, this person is acting this. And for no reason, it's because that God is starting to stir things up. And sometimes when life is at its noisiest, I see you mom. And sometimes when life is at its noisiest and sometimes when, when the commotion is at its height and sometimes there's a huge crowd and there's all this noise, it is not because you're doing anything wrong. And so watch this. Sometimes I see you, Kashana, stir it up. And sometimes it's not even the devil. Sometimes it's just God is at work. And when God is at work in your life, things can't can't help but to be shaken up. That things can't help but to be stirred up. That God will shake things and God will stir things and God will move things. And we're looking at all these. Watch this. See, this, we got to get spiritual. We're looking at all these physical and earthly ramifications of moves that are happening in the spirit. That's right, Kashana. We call that the shift of God. That while that 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 God moving in the spirit is causing things naturally to be moved and causing things naturally to be shaken up and causing things. Remember, we talked about this uh, in our Bible study that when Jesus died, how the veil in the temple was ripped and how the earth began to shake. It, it wasn't because he ripped it and it wasn't because he started shaking the earth. It was because the the, 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 the act of Jesus dying, uh, uh, solidifying our place, um, or, or at least the process of, of, of God offering salvation to humans, that it did what? It started to have, it, uh, there were physical manifestations and physical movements here on earth because of something that was happening in the spirit. And so as God is starting to move things in the spirit and God is starting to work things out on your behalf, you will often see a commotion 
outwardly and things happening in your life. And you can't explain why this is happening this way. And you can't. And my mother would just say, I don't know, but I know that God is doing something. And I know that God is moving. I'm like, there's got to be something great that's going to come out of this because there's no reason for this to be this way or for this not to be that way or for people to act this way. But God, I see you parent that God must be up to something that like Krishana said that there is a shift of God that is happening right now. And that's what's causing this outward commotion. So when you hear the commotion, don't get worried. Don't start stressing out. Check your anxiety at the door. Understand that all, at least try to, because sometimes we can't help what we feel, right? Um, Because I don't want to sound insensitive to things like that, like with anxiety, because sometimes we can't help it. But understand that even though I'm feeling this and I'm seeing this, that this is God moving and not that everything in my life is 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 falling apart because there's a song that we play at gt at wgts where, where they say um my my world's not falling apart it's actually falling into place that while things look like they're falling apart it looks like that to my natural eye but it's not really falling apart it's actually falling right into place the way that god wants things to happen so we see this what this outward commotion when 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 god is getting ready to move but sometimes the commotion isn't always outward watch this watch this kashana uh tanya watch this sometimes the commotion is inside of us, right? Sometimes inside we feel like something is something is about to happen. Or so, have you ever experienced where 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 you have no reason on the outside to feel like anything's going to happen, but for some reason inside you you have this expectation, or some reason inside you you have this excitement, or some reason inside you you feel. Have you ever have you ever felt like change was about to happen? Not that anything outside would look like anything's about to change, but for some reason inside you you felt like something was about to change, or you felt like there was something good about to happen, or you felt like there was something different about this day or this particular season that you find yourself in life. That is the inward commotion that oftentimes we feel, watch this, when God is about to move because he heard the commotion, but understand he couldn't see anything. He only could hear what was going on, but there was something about the commotion that he heard that did what stirred him up on the outside to ask somebody what is going on. And then they told him that Jesus was passing by. And so sometimes we hear the outward commotion. I see your parents, but then there are other times where inside is where that commotion is and we, and we feel it. We have no reason to believe that anything's going to work out. We have no reason to believe that there's any kind of thing coming our way. Um, you know, our pay hasn't increased. Um, you know, unless you like Sierra and you just got a promotion this week, our pay, our pay hasn't increased. Nothing, nothing has changed. Nothing, but my, like my just type of, but it is straight from heaven. And there's a, there's a spark inside of you. There's a fire inside of you that says, Brenda, that it says, listen, something is about to happen. We just played that care song coming in. Something's about to break. Something's about to happen. Um, uh, and we can feel that inside. And so, and so we, and so point number two was what? That, that, that there seems to be a commotion, whether it's outward or whether it's inward, when God is working and when God is up to something. All right, here we go. Point number three from uh, Luke 8, 18. Here we go. I want y'all to get this. Watch this. Cause we have to understand this. Uh, we got to understand all of it, but I really want us to get this. Watch this. Watch this, Montana. That's right. Too many things uh, are right. You're right. Watch this. Point number three. Here you go. Here you go, Montana and, and Mike and Gene. This is for y'all. Jason, watch this. It says, despite shortcomings and limitations, you have everything you need. Watch this. To put yourself and keep yourself in position to be heard, seen, touched, and blessed by God. Watch, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it again. For those who are typing it in the screen and for those who are, I see you, Chris, and Chris, like, yeah, nah, yeah, say it again. It's a long point. It's a long point, but it's long because it's important. Watch this. Despite your shortcomings and limitations, okay? Despite any shortcomings you may have, despite any limitations you may have, you, you have everything you need to put yourself and to keep yourself 
in position to be heard, seen, touched, and blessed by God. One more time for Crystal. Watch this. Despite shortcomings, despite the limitations, despite shortcomings, and I'm, we're not even saying that they don't exist. They exist. The shortcomings exist. The limitations exist. But despite the shortcomings and despite the limitations, you have everything you need to put yourself and to, to put yourself there. Watch this. To put Not just put yourself in position, but to also keep yourself in position to be heard, to be seen, to be touched, and to be blessed by God. Watch this. We're going to stay in verse 36 with this one. Remember, he was blind. That's a limitation. He couldn't see anything. That's a limitation. But the Bible says that he heard the commotion and then he asked what was happening. So despite the fact that he couldn't see what was going on, he did have something he could hear and he could speak. And so despite having the limitation and the shortcoming of not having vision, the Bible says that he heard. So what he could do was hear. He couldn't see, but he could hear and he couldn't see, but he could talk. And so what he ended up doing was saying, you know what? I don't know what's going on, but I know that I I can't see exactly what's happening. But what I can do is, but I hear it. And so I'm going to use what I have. I'm going to use my hearing I'm going to watch this. I'm going to use my hearing and I'm going to use my voice. And so despite the fact that he couldn't, I see you parent. So despite the fact that he didn't have sight, he said that he couldn't see, but he did hear. And so as opposed to focusing on the fact, well, I can't see what's going on. So I guess it's not for me. No, 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 no. That doesn't mean it's not there for you. Use what you have. He used his hearing and then he used his voice. And so it was what he could do. Watch this. It wasn't his limitation that put him into the presence of God or the presence of Jesus to have something happen. It wasn't him. He didn't give up what he ended up doing. He used what he had and he used what he could do to put him in position to be healed. Watch this. What he couldn't do. Watch this, parent. Sister Karen, watch this. What he couldn't do and what he didn't have never could have stopped him from receiving what Jesus was going to give him. Watch this. Unless he allowed it to not being able to see wasn't going to stop him because he could still hear and he could still talk. And that was enough to put him in position and to keep him in position long enough for Jesus to hear him. And he and so so what he couldn't do and what he didn't have, Tanya, was never enough to stop him from getting to Jesus. All he had to do was use what he had. So he used his hearing. I see you parent mind blown. He used his hearing and then he used his voice. And that was enough. He didn't need his sight to be put in the position to hear Jesus. And he didn't, he didn't have, and so all he did, it was never going to stop him. Not being able to see was never going to stop him. And uh, watch this from receiving it unless he, unless he just stopped because he, well, I can't see it. So I might as well not even try. Well, I wonder what that commotion is. Well, I can't see it. So I might as well not even ask anybody, but he heard it and he didn't. And listen, so many times we stop short because we're so focused on what, on what, on what we don't have. Sometimes we just don't even pursue it because we, I don't have the money. Well, I don't have the know-how. Well, I don't have the, this, well, I don't have, well, it's so funny. I was listening to a podcast the other day about um, a, a, a business leaders podcast. And the person was saying that so many people think that individuals in the executive boardroom have things figured out and they don't, they're just not afraid to try to figure it out as they go along. And so many people, I, well, I'm not going to do this because I don't have this figured out. Well, I'm not going to do that because I don't have that figured out. Well, I'm not going to. 
Listen, if you're going to wait till you have everything figured out, you're never going to go. You'll always be waiting, trying to figure things out. And then you'll move and you'll never have everything figured out. The people who are doing it don't have everything. Do y'all think everything with impact is figured out? Absolutely not. But we're doing but but as as we're moving in what we know to do and as we're moving in what we have, God opens up our eyes and say, well, you can do this. We can do that. Well, we can manipulate that. Well, we can do this. And that's how we move. Listen, what he couldn't do and what he didn't have was never going to stop him. What he ended up doing was using what he had and using what was available to him. He had his he had his ears, he had his hearing and he had his voice. And so the fact that he couldn't see wasn't going to stop him. It was only going to stop him if he allowed it to stop him. And for some of us, that point number three is what we need to leave with this morning, that despite our shortcomings and despite our limitations, we have everything we need to put ourselves in and to keep ourselves in positions to be heard to be seen, to be touched, and to be blessed by God. Watch this. Some of us, that's the change we got to make this morning, that we got to stop focusing on the can't and start focusing on the can. We need to stop paying attention to the can't and start paying attention to the can. There's always going to be can'ts. There's, watch this. There's always going to be can'ts and there's always going to be cans. I don't know what it is about us humans that we always focus on the can'ts, that we think, watch this, we think that one can't disqualifies all the all the other cans and watch this some we so so we got one can't or two cans but we've got we got 10 cans and we'd rather throw away the 10 cans for the for for the two cans or it's the other way around that there's a bunch of cans but there are two cans okay that there's a bunch of reasons we can't but there are a few reasons why we can and we'd rather so 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 whether so whether it's more can'ts or less cans for whatever reason, we focus on the cans because we'll throw away the more cans for the two little cans. And then we'll throw away the two cans because we have more cans. It's not be- it's not even the volume of it. It's just it, for some reason we focus on the negative and the cans. If you only have watch it, don't don't forget. Don't forget when 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 Israel was brought up to the promised land and they sent the, the, the spies in 10 came back with cans, two came back with cans. They definitely could have done it, but they listened to the can't. For whatever reason, we focus on these can'ts. We need to start focusing on the, if this man focused, was focused on, you know what? I don't even, I don't know. I can't see what the commotion's about. I don't know what it's about. So I'm not even going to try. He would have never received his sights, his sight, but he didn't focus on the can't. He focused on what he could do. I can hear and I can talk and I'm going to use what I can do to figure this thing out and to be put in a position where God is going to bless me. Okay. So despite shortcomings and limitations, you have everything you need to put yourself and keep yourself in position to be heard, seen, touched and blessed um, by God. And so this morning, let's, 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 let's get rid of the can'ts. Let's, and let's not, well, the can'ts won't go away. I mean, there's stuff that, that, that are there, but we're not going to focus on the can'ts and not going to operate differently because of the can'ts. We're, we're going to focus on what we can do. Okay. What we can point number four, We're going to move to verse 38 and into 39 with this one. Point number four, if you want to hear from him, okay, if you want to hear from God, if you want to hear from him, you got to stop listening to them. Okay. If watch this, if you want to hear from him, if you want to hear from God, you have to stop listening to them. Okay. Verse 38 going into 39. Watch this. I see you parent. Watch this says, says, says Montana. It says, so he began shouting. So, so again, he hears it. And he asks a question. So he's using what he what he's got. He's using what he has. And then and then they tell him, well, it's Jesus, the Nazarene. And then here's what happens. So he hears that it's Jesus. So now he begins shouting, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, Sister Karen, watch what happens here. Says they then tell him, be quiet. 
The people in front of him yelled at him, right? They're telling him now to be quiet. Point number four, listen, if you want to hear from him, you got to stop listening to them. He has a decision that he has to make right now. It is decision time, and we face these decisions ourselves. Do I listen to them? Do I be quiet? Do I listen to what they're telling me? Watch this. Or do I keep yelling out? Or do I keep pursuing? Do I listen to them? Or do I, or do I, or do I follow that inkling inside of me? Do I follow the commotion inside of me that is telling me to go, that is telling me to pursue, that is telling me to do? Or do I listen to them, the ones telling me, watch this, to be quiet? So that's a decision that he has to make. Tanya, watch this. The them, watch this. The them are people who are always trying to rain on your parade. You know, there's always there's all there's always people who are trying to rain on your parade. Always believe something can't happen. Always believe something won't happen. All and, and that's just another way of trying to tell you to be quiet. Crystal has this dream. Jason has this dream. Uh, 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 Karen's got this dream. And and Tanya's trying trying to do something. We got Montana, Andre, Mike, and Gene. Everybody on this line. They're trying to do something. And, and for some reason, every time you speak in faith, or every time you speak something you believe. Or every time you speak to the commotion of God's move that you feel inside of you, that you see around you, they're always laughing at it. Always think you're being weird. Always think, Crystal, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. There's always those who are reigning your parade. And here's the thing. I'm fine with you reigning on your parade, but what does it benefit you to reign on someone else's parade? Listen, parent, what does it really benefit? Some, if someone else wants to be negative, fine. You deal with the consequences of your own negativity. But what does it really benefit me as a negative person to be negative to Montana's dream? It literally benefits me. But for some reason, people, what does it really benefit these people to tell him to be quiet? It doesn't make the, it doesn't benefit them anymore. And it, like it doesn't make a difference in their life, whether he's being loud or not. But for whatever reason, they want him to be quiet. And so and, and so we always there's always that them the, Tanya, you, you're, you're doing your thing. You're trying to stop this and you're doing that. And you and you and you and you got progress and it, and then all of a sudden, somebody comes in your lifetime you with foolishness. It's like, why do you have to bring that here? It doesn't, ben- it doesn't benefit you at all to bring this here. It doesn't benefit you to tell me to be quiet. But to them, we've got to, so we've got to make up in our mind that what that what that I am going to that if I want to hear from him, I've got to stop listening to them. Okay, and so I've got they and listen, listening to them means receiving it because if y'all know them. They're not going to stop talking. They always going guys. They always go. Y'all know. Y'all, we talk about people like this all the time. They always got something to say. They always going to be negative. They always want to fight. They always want to talk about how somebody not going to do something. They always got this drama. They always got. They not going to stop talking. Listening to them means I'm not giving you any real estate in my mind, and I'm not giving you any real estate in my heart. Say what you want about the dream. Say what you want about what I'm pursuing. Say what you want about what I'm believing. I'm not receiving it. I'm Brenda. I am not. I, I, I have no space in my heart and in my mind and in my belief sphere for that. And so you can say it all you want to, but it's not going to live here. And so uh, am I going to listen to If I want to hear from him, I got to stop listening to them. But, but watch this. Them also represents situations and circumstances that look impossible to change. And so sometimes it's not even people. Sometimes it's the things that we're going through. It's things in life that looks impossible. And so what happens is because the situation looks bad or the situ- or the circumstance looks that it's insurmountable, we then begin to what? To be quiet. That's the them telling us to be quiet. That's you know, when you when you come up to something and you maybe you're trying to, you know, you, you want to start a business or you got something else, you you know, because even with impact, when it comes to volunteer opportunities, you know how many no's we get? We get a bunch of no's, especially during the pandemic. Oh, we're not receiving this. Oh, we can't have people in the building. Oh, we can't. We get no's all the time. But but we can't allow that 
I won't allow the no's to stop us from reaching out to organizations and the people and the individuals to see how can we help? How can we do this? How can, okay, that's a no, fine, but it's not going to change. It's not going to stop us from, from pursuing. It's not going to stop us from being loud and asking, how can we help? And so don't let circumstances and situations get you quiet either. Even if it looks like it's not going to change and it's impossible, insurmountable, still don't listen to that. Continue to walk after what? After what you're pursuing, that in that inward stirring. I see you, Brenda, that, that don't let it take that real estate, that inward stirring and in you pursue that. Watch this. And the them that's shouting the negative, the saying to be quiet. Sometimes it's, it's, a, it's a third. It's a third thing. Sometimes it's negative voices inside of us. Sometimes it's the negative voices inside of us. That's the them that's telling us to be quiet. That's telling us to not to pursue. That's telling us, don't tell them that's a, that's a dumb idea. You shouldn't do that. Well, well, God's not going to do this for you. God's not going to deliver you from that. You'll, you'll always be addicted to this. You'll always be addicted to that. You'll always be this kind of person. You'll always be. No, no, no. That's the end. Don't listen to that. If you want to hear from him, stop listening to them telling you to be quiet. And here's the thing. Here's a sub note behind this. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. And so uh, Sierra and Crystal, y'all time me um, because I'm about to get into a church thing. Uh, but Sister Karen likes it when I do this. And so I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this for her. Watch this. Isn't it funny? Watch this, y'all. Um, uh, uh, Mike, watch this. Isn't it funny that the people who told him that Jesus was there was also the people who told him to be quiet? Let me get some water. Hold on. Because don't forget, he didn't know what was happening. He's blind. He hears a commotion. He asks them what's happening. They tell him Jesus is here. Jesus is here. So then he then starts to ask Jesus for something. And the same people that told him who, that Jesus was here was the same people that told him to be quiet. Don't get me started on church this morning. The same people that told him Jesus was here and knew exactly what that meant, knew, knew his condition, knew his situation, knew he was blind, knew he was a beggar. These same people that told him Jesus was here was also the ones telling him to be quiet. Shouldn't they have been the ones telling him to keep calling out? Shouldn't they have been the ones, better yet, not telling him to keep calling out, shouldn't they have been the ones who took him by the hand because he was blind and did whatever they had to do to get him up to Jesus? Shouldn't they have been the same ones not telling him to be quiet you listen he's like y'all told me he was here so why are y'all telling me to be quiet now we will lead watch this this is how you this is how we know we'd be interested in putting people in buildings but we ain't interested in helping people why is it i will tell you that god's got a blessing for you but then when you ask for two hundred dollars to pay your rent or help for your rent or two hundred dollars to pay for an electric bill you won't the church won't help anybody but now well now we got to have a three-hour committee meeting and now you got to fill out this form and now because we don't want you to take advantage of us no 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 you're telling people to be quiet this is why as much as possible impact is a yes listen we're not going to we're not going to lead you to jesus only to have you fend for yourself and tell you to be quiet when listen the 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 bible says that listen if you have to give to someone and you tell them oh i'm going to pray for you that it may be well with your soul but you have a coat you don't get it don't pray for them give them the coat don't pray for them give them the meal listen i'm not we're i'm we're not going to sit up here and have $200,000 in our bank account, but then have to have a a, a meeting and have people fill out the stuff just to give somebody $300. But, but if we were going to do, you know, pastor and first lady's anniversary celebration, y'all don't mind spending $10,000 on that, but then let somebody need $200. We got to look at your tax returns. We got to look at your, listen, there are people I'm, 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 listen, there are people who've come to impact who are members of different churches who were in need, but they were scared to ask their church for something. Okay. Once you in the building, once you in the building, 
Once you're in the building, we, we want you there. But when you're in there, won't give you anything if you need it. Watch this. Watch this, though. I'm a, <laughs> Watch this, though. Watch this. And so we'll say, okay, you don't have enough to pay your light bill, Krishana, so we want you to have faith. Have faith because God's going to give you to have faith. But then the church with the church with with seventy thousand dollars in the bank won't give you two hundred dollars. Who's the one that actually lacks faith? Uh oh, uh oh, because we don't want you taking advantage of us over five hundred dollars. But you got seventy thousand dollars in the bank. <laughs> who who don't have faith? The church or the person who's at? Well, what if the, what if we give them this money and they never come, and they don't come back for five months? So what? So what? You ain't hurting over that. So what? Let God deal with them. We don't care. They don't have, so they got to be in here. To, I'm going to be done with this, Sister Karen. I'm sorry. I'm going way too long with this. How many minutes has this been, uh, Crystal? Um, maybe three and a half? Okay. Keep, keep going. Okay. I'm going to keep, I'm going <laughs> to, hey, you might, listen, but, but we, but we, need, and it's important for impact to understand this because this is how we operate. Okay. And by the way, we've had plenty of yeses and we've, and we've said no a, a couple of times, but we always try to say, yes, everything's always a yes. We can help with, I mean, we may only be able to help with $200 or $50 or because we don't have a ton of resources, but y'all know we always want to help. We always want to try to give food. We always, we, we put people up in hotels. We've been on text change with leaders of churches who, who have 20 times the resources that we have. And so, hey, someone's about to get kicked out. They need a hotel room for a week. Can anybody help? And, 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 and leader after leader, we see from different churches, man, we're going to pray for them. Oh, we're going to pray. Oh, man, we pray things work out. Pray like y'all praying. What's their cash app? Do they have Zelle? Can we PayPal them? We'll send them something. You don't you praying. What are you praying for? You have the money. Do it. We all want to talk about that. These are the same people who took, but, 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 this, but again, the same people, Brenda, Tanya, the same people who told this man that Jesus was here was the same ones telling them not to talk to him. Come on. And, and listen, if y'all want him to be quiet, at least tell him, be quiet. We'll bring you to him. Come on. At least say, listen, you don't have to scream. Don't yell. Don't scream. Don't scream. We're going to bring you to him. Come on. Don't tell me he's here. If y'all going to tell me, be quiet. Don't tell me about Jesus if if he's blessed you, but you don't want to be a blessing. Don't don't, don't tell me he's here. Don't tell me he's here to change things and, and, and you're going to and then you're going to block the change. OK, here we go. Here we go. Y'all, I'm done with it. <laughs> but we do this all the time. y'all. We do it all the time. Um, uh, 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 but the same ones, the same exact ones who, who told him Jesus was here were also the ones telling him to be quiet. Y'all better help. Y'all, y'all, this is why we help people. Cause I ain't going to tell y'all he's here. I'm not going to, I'm not going to preach on zoom on Wednesdays and on Sundays. And then, and, but then tell people, no, we can't help you. I watch this, watch this. Y'all don't, y'all don't, I'm not going to ask anybody in impact to give to impact. If we ain't going to help people. I ain't going to, and y'all know we don't even have offering. Y'all just know what we do and people give and we've seen an increase in giving every year and we never have offerings. Crystal's been here, Ma's been here since the beginning. Have we ever had an offering? Do we ever stop church and say, all right, y'all, time for offering? And then I give you a scripture about giving, and then we sing a song, and everybody, God loves a cheerful giver. And, and, and I don't do 10, I don't do conferences about tithe and offering. I don't do conferences about 10%. I don't do conferences about giving. Um, and, and anytime we've preached about giving, it's always been about individuals giving to other individuals. It's never been about you giving to the church. I won't even ask, why would I won't even, I will, I won't even ask y'all to give the impact if we're going to say no to people. If we're gonna say, well, then what's the point? If we want, if, if, if impact's going to give people a no, I don't even, we, we might as well not even collect nothing. 
We might as well not even collect them. And watch this. And not just people on the outside of the church, but even on the inside. There are people from Impact who come to, to Impact asking for help. I see you, Ma. Thank you for the validation. We've never, we've never had offering in our service. Don't need it because y'all, because number one, y'all, number one, you guys have a heart to make an impact on the lives of people. So you give number two, you see the work that impact is doing. So you give and three giving is a thing between you and God. And he's pushing my Ma texted me today, uh, uh, the other day about, about something God told her regarding her giving. And she switched some things up that God told me such as a, and that's between, she, she didn't have to listen to me about nothing like that. Anyway, let's keep moving. It's getting, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting late in the hour. Uh, let's keep, let's keep preaching. Here we go. All right. So so uh, <laughs> it's just it's just wild to me that the same people who told him and that's that's the church today. The same people that told him about Jesus, same ones that told him to shut up. Um, uh, OK, so if we want to hear from him, we got to stop listening to them. All right. Here we go. Point number five. We only got two more. Um, um, the, and this is the title of, the, of today's message that 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 uh, when life causes you to get loud, that sometimes life will cause you to get loud. Verse 39 says that as they told him to be quiet, here's what he, here's what he did, Tanya. Karen, they said that the Bible says that he got louder, that the more they asked him to be quiet. And I want to talk a little bit about what loud is. And, and I'm not talking about the volume by which you speak, which is fine. Like if you know, you want, you praying and, 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 and you're worshiping, get loud, do your thing, but understand what, 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 how, what loud, the position that loud puts us in when things are loud. Being around something that's loud is uncomfortable, Kashana. Jason, when something is loud, it's uncomfortable on your ear, right? Like, you know, you're sitting right beside a speaker. It's uncomfortable. Things that are loud are unnecessary. I can hear you at level five. You don't need to be speaking at level 12. It's unnecessary to be loud. It's uncomfortable to be loud. It's a little, a, 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 a fancy word, uncouth, right? Lacking sophistication, lacking manners, right? That's what being loud is. And, and, and and something loud is startling. Like if you're at home and it's quiet and all of a sudden, boom, you hear a loud noise, it startles you. But sometimes that what, that's what life causes us to do, to be loud. Watch this. There are times, Montana, where you have to step away from what is comfortable. Be, loud is uncomfortable. And there are times where, you, where we get so comfortable with the familiar. Tanya, we get so comfortable with the way things have been. Krishana, we get so comfortable with our routine. Jason, we get comfortable with the things that we're used to. And, and what needs to happen is we need to step away from those things that are comfortable and we need to get loud. We need to get uncomfortable. Another thing, unnecessary. Sometimes we need to do something that to other people may seem unnecessary, but when it comes to our sanity, when it comes to the things we're believing for, when it comes to our relationship with God, when it comes to the progress that we're making here in life, Krishana, that there may be some things that to, watch this, that to Brenda may seem unnecessary, but to Mike and Gina, it's totally necessary that, that that although crystal may say ah oh, it doesn't take all that but to sierra it takes all that and so he was willing to be loud are we willing to make people to be uncomfortable even if it makes somebody around us uncomfortable are we really needing to be are we ready to, to do something that may not seem necessary you some some people may say you know krishana may say you know what uh, karen may say i'm to, tonight i'm not going to sleep i am staying up all night and i'm having my own all night prayer vigil because i need something to break i need a breakthrough i need something to I need to get closer to God and I'm going to fa- I'm fasting television and I'm staying up all night, all night, personal prayer, prayer. Uh, uh, I don't need everybody with me. It's going to be me and God by myself all night. And that may seem unnecessary to some people, but it might be necessary to you. Are you willing to do the unnecessary? Are you willing to step away from the uncomfortable? Watch this. Being loud is uncouth. Are you willing to not worry about how it looks like to others? 
Are you are you okay with saying, you know, everyone else thinks I'm crazy. Everybody else thinks I'm nuts for doing this, but I'm going to do it because this is what the moment that I have. Right. The moment that he had watch this. Jesus was passing by. He was walking by. This man only had him in, 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 in this particular window of time. And so he had to do what seemed to be unnecessary. He had to do what seemed to be uncomfortable. He had to do what seemed to, to, to look weird to others. Well, I, I know that's right. Mine. Okay. Okay. Watch this because we, you can tell that someone is blind basically literally by how they get around, how they look. Sometimes they may look a little, uh, or even someone who can't hear, like, you know, if you met someone who, who is deaf, but they can talk. And so sometimes there's a little, there's a little oddness in the way that their voice sounds because, because they can't hear. And so, but, but they don't care how that looks because they have something to say. Well, he doesn't care that he can't see. And he's got to, he's got to walk around and find himself, find himself. I don't mind if I bump into somebody else. It may be uncouth, but I've got to do what I've got to do. And I can't worry about how, what other people look, watch this. And then, and then, and then being loud is what startling. Sometimes it shocks you when you're in the quiet. And sometimes our life has been quiet. It's been, it's been normal. It's been just going along. And then every now and again, when God is moving, you need something loud to happen, to startle things, to bring a jolt, uh, 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 to shake things up, to change something that sometimes, listen, all you do is wear black and gray and blue. Maybe you need to throw on a yellow shirt, do something different. You know, you're always negative and say something can't happen. Why don't you try a whole day where you just say something can happen, like shake something up break things up. And sometimes in the quiet of life and everything's going the way it's supposed to go. And and, in this one moment where things are close to getting exactly where you need to be, you may need to shake something up or try something different that you need to shake what shake those things up. Now, point number six, uh, 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 we're going to go to verse 40 for this. And then we're going to end. Watch this. Point number six, nothing and I mean, absolutely nothing. We're going to list it. We're going to list it here. Nothing can stop God from hearing you. Okay. We want to list it here. Nothing can stop God from hearing you. Watch this. We see his condition. He was poor. He didn't have nothing. He was a beggar. Like, no, I don't know any people who are rich who begs. Uh, I know a lot of people who are rich who, 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 don't, who, are, who are stingy, but I don't know anybody who's, who's rich who, who begs. Watch this. So we see his condition. He was poor. He was a beggar. We see his limitation. He was blind, right? We also see his mindset. His mindset was routine. His mindset was regular because what? He was sitting on the roadside like he always does begging. So we see that he was poor. We see his condition. We see his limitation. He was blind. We see his mindset wasn't one of expectation or that anything great was going to happen. It was a mindset of routine, of regular. I'm going to do what I've always been doing. I'm going to sit right here on the roadside and I'm going to beg, right? And then we see his obstacles, that there were other people telling him to shut up. Okay, so we see the condition, the limitation, the mindset and the obstacles. But in verse 40, it says, when Jesus heard him, he stopped. Okay, (laughs) when Jesus. So despite the condition, despite the limitation, despite the mindset, despite the obstacles, Jesus heard him. And some of us have conditions. We have limitations. We have mindsets. We have obstacles. We have sins that we've committed and it has us feeling all uh, down on ourselves. And we have this and that. We have all these things going on. And we think that, gee, oh, I don't really, I don't really know how to pray. I can't use the fancy words the way Val used the fancy words. And I don't, I don't know all the language. And so we think, well, I can't really pray like that. I need to, I need to call Crystal so she can, I need to call Jason so he can pray. No, 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 no. He can hear you. In whatever line, don't forget when the disciples asked Jesus to pray, what did, uh, how to pray? He said, pray like this, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And listen, that's not ritual or because, you know, because the Catholic church, when we're not growing up, growing up Catholic, we used to say the, our father all the time. 
But Jesus literally said, this is how you should pray. And it's not routine if your heart's in it. It's not routine if, 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 if you believe it. It's not routine if you're following because Jesus said to do it. You know what I mean? So we're like, oh, that's ritual. No, it's, it's Bible. It's literally what Jesus says. When you pray, say these words. That's what Jesus said in the Bible. And so it's not routine if your heart. But my point is, you can say words as simple as there's a reason why when they asked him how to pray, Jesus gave them a simple prayer. You can say something as simple as that. And he will what? Will hear you. And here's what's funny. This is added, as an added bonus. Then he what? He ordered that the man be brought to him. By who? By the people that was around there, obviously, right? So the same people that told him to shut up were the same ones who had to ultimately bring him to him. And talk about preparing a table for you in the presence of your end. The, the same ones who said shut up were the same ones ordered to bring him to Jesus. Man, listen, there is nothing that will stop God from hearing from you if you just keep speaking, okay? And so that's it for this morning, y'all. I hope you got something from it. Um, I'm going to post this as soon as possible. Um, I'm going to do a quick Insta poll. Does anybody think that I should take the, the part where I was going off about church? Should I take that out of the recording so I don't offend church people? No, I'm just joking. I know I ain't taking that out of me. Um, <laughs> if you think I should take it out, say yes. If you think I should not take it out, say no. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's pray. 